Welcome to the Awaken Your Truth podcast. We are your hosts, Katie and Ginny. Join us as we connect to the truth of who we really are, the eternal energy of joy, love, and peace. Together with you, we will expand the awareness of what is possible and create a new way of being beyond the mind to experience more joy, joy, joy. Hello, welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Truth. Katie and I are so excited to be here with you today. And we're going to be talking about why the heck do we manifest those uncomfortable (laughs) situations? Maybe scary, maybe painful, maybe nervous, doubtful. Like, why do we manifest those situations? Right. The premise is we are conscious creators. So if we're creators and we're creating our own reality, why would we create that? And we have some personal experiences to help un- help explain, which is going to be fun to go into. But first, Katie, will you share a joyful moment with everyone? I would love to. And there have been so many, but I'll go with the recent one. Yesterday, it was a beautiful day in Alaska. And I'm in the big city in Anchorage right now on spring break. And I was taking what I like to call like an inspiration drive. I just like to drive around and see what looks fun and inspiring to go to. Maybe like a cute little cafe or a boutique or just exploring and seeing what's in the big city. And yesterday I ended up at this park And I thought, oh, it'd be a perfect time to go for a walk. It's so sunny outside. I've been driving around. And I ended up on a lake where there were ice fishermen having ice fishing parties. There were kids sledding. There were kids running around making snowmen. And then I was walking. I discovered this whole new trail system that I never knew existed. And the sun was brilliant and the snow was sparkling. And we have this feeling of spring energy in Alaska where our light is coming back. And I was just so filled with the juicy tingles of discovering a new place to explore outside, but also experiencing all the fun energy of the people there too. The dogs that were playing and racing around, the people skiing, and just exploring and experiencing the joy of the energy in that moment. It was so much fun and so much better, like just finding a place unexpectedly and having that experience felt very joyful. I love how you're practicing this, like following the joy, leaving the space for the joy and then following it. And what an amazing idea, guys. Inspiration drives. Like, well, hands up, who's going to start those now? <laughs> and it's really fun for me because I live in a small town, so I don't really get the opportunity to do that because I know everything. <laughs> well, not everything. But in the yeah. big city, I'm like constantly delighted about what I'm finding. And it's really, really fun. And I don't, and, and when I'm with my husband in the big city, he kind of likes to use the GPS and I'm like, or whatever, Google Maps. And I'm like, can we, can we just try to get there and like explore. <laughs> so we, so now when I'm by myself, I really get to do that. Oh, that is so fun. It's so fun. I'm often like that when like we've been driving in the RV a few times and I'm like, oh, let's just go down this road. And sometimes it works out. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. It's a little different in an RV. I think you might need more of like an off-roading one to have that experience. To have that full experience. Yeah. yeah. What is your joyful moment, Jenny? Okay. So this is kind of funny. We 
had, so we had just got back from uh, Mexico City where we've been staying in an Airbnb for three weeks. We're now back in Buttercup. And we had made the rookie mistake when we left of leaving the power on, basically. So ran our battery totally dry. No big deal. We can get a jump. We have jumper cables. So we were we were doing this. We charged the battery. Like beautiful people came and helped us out, charged it. We were able to get everything going and move back into like our site that we'll be in for the next little while and turn the car off once everything was set up. And then we couldn't turn it on again. It had no juice. And I'm like, crap, we should have ran it for longer. And we weren't sure if um, plugging it into shore power, like the actual RV would charge the car battery, but I didn't think twice about it. And so Lee's like, okay, we'll just, we'll try again in the morning. We'll try to start it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Then in my mind, it's like something will happen and it will just work again. And so Mm -hmm. this morning he goes to turn it on. We've been plugged in all night. Remember, goes to turn it on and it starts. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. (laughs) This is so great. Yay. And he turns it off. He's like, okay, so I guess now we know that we can charge the car battery by being connected to the power, the shore power. And I was like, oh, like, I never really thought of that. And he's like, well, how did you think the car started? And I was like, matter of factly like magic <laughs> we both just died your first response is of course it's magic like I just it is my first response to just know that things will work out but I don't have to know how or why they're working yeah. Isn't that so fun though, to feel into the magic of it instead of the sciencey explanation? Yeah, like that it was just the feels most so much more fun. Obvious answer to me. I'm like, magic. And then I realized what I was saying and we both burst into laughter. Oh, that's amazing. So that was a lot of joy this morning. Thank you. Yeah. So Ginny, how did this topic come up for our podcast today? <laughs> Well, so while we were in the city and I'm going through this, you guys know, if you've been following along the process of IVF and fertility with a clinic in Mexico city and the two weeks, there was about two weeks where I was doing a lot of hormones and they were getting me ready for the egg retrieval. And now looking back that two weeks was pretty uncomfortable for me. And So Katie and I were talking about this and just like processing it and my awareness going through it. And we want to share with you kind of an overview after having been through this experience, why something like that would happen to someone. Mm -hmm. So a little to start with that, the experience I was having, and at the time I didn't, I didn't make the connection that it could have been because I was on, my body was full of hormones I wasn't used to and how much that can affect your mood. Basically. I know it seems like a very basic thing, but it didn't click (laughs) in my mind because this is what my mind was saying. Well, you, you know, you are aware of your emotions. You have control over your mind. It was a sense Mm -hmm. of, I should be able to control this experience or move through this experience with ease more so. Yes. Yes. Oh, the judgment, the should, and the judgment right there. There's your mind. Yes. I'm judging this experience for my emotional reaction. Like I can't control this. I should be able to control this because I'm a conscious creator. 
Yeah. And a good yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. A really good one. <laughs> and so at some point along in those two weeks, like at the beginning, I would start to wake up and just not feel myself and feel disconnected was the best way I can describe it. Like it wasn't pleasant. I was not looking forward to the day. Mm-hmm. And then even with all of the tools I have, I'm like, okay, release, becoming present and practice that and being aware of your thoughts. And I didn't, I had no desire to meditate. I had no desire to do the things I know I'm supposed to do, but I was so uncomfortable in my body. I was, so I was feeling nauseous and then I didn't, which this is interesting because of the way I was feeling, um, in the past using food to, to soothe those emotions is something I would do and I couldn't do or using movement or outside was something I would use. And I, I couldn't do those things. Oh my gosh. Right. So I was in this situation where the tools I was used to wasn't accessible, which created the story that like, I'm trapped. I have no control over this. I'm powerless. And I'm, I'm stuck in this uncomfortable situation and I can't do anything to get out of it. Whoa. Okay. And just backing up a little bit, the idea that your traditional soothing tools weren't available was almost like forcing you to get real and not avoid, not to self-soothe. Okay. So interesting. One, I knew that in, I knew that was happening. You knew that. Like I did, I was aware of it, but I pushed against it. (laughs) (laughs) So like for a day maybe, and then it's the awareness. And I'm like, because I say yes to the growth, I'm say yes to the opportunities. Right. So I'm like, okay, I know this is for me because everything is for me. And I know there's an opportunity to find an opening or reconnection here that I haven't in the past because I'm almost forced into this place where I can't use those old things. Right. Oh my gosh. So the idea of, I know there's an opening for something new. Like I knew that I knew it very, even though I didn't know how I knew that there was an opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was that a part of when we talk about surrendering is that a part of surrender? So to Were me, you? that surrender, we're called to surrender when our mind thinks we have no other option. Mm-hmm. So when I'm having the thought, there's nothing I can do, immediately that's a signal to me. The, o- the only thing to do is surrender. And how do you surrender? Yeah, this is so interesting. So I was, we were sharing about this before, Katie and I, how my mind thinks surrender is a one and done. So it's a, okay, I surrender. And that saying that will somehow transform my being back into joy. (laughs) And so what actually happened was it's acknowledging first the, I need to surrender. Like this is the opportunity. I need to surrender. I want to surrender and then if you're, can I ask you a question? If yeah. you are not surrendering, what are you doing? Resisting. Exactly. So just to clarify that when we are not surrendering to what is, we are resisting. 
Yeah. When we are resisting, we are creating more and more and more resistance. Okay. And let me tell you this now, because this might be a sticky point, because I remember feeling like having this awareness and talking myself through it and saying, okay, I'm willing to surrender. I want to surrender. Then my mind says, but how? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and it comes in with how can you surrender when you're in so much physical uncomfort? Like I couldn't, my mind couldn't get beyond the fact that I was so phys- like there wasn't a moment that I wasn't uncomfortable in my body during this certain time. And my mind was like, there's no, it was, there's no way out. Okay. And so it, it was stopping the, the how of the surrender. So when I could finally, I mean, I just kept being willing. I think that's the thing I kept saying, I'm willing to surrender. And I would just go into feeling my body and my physical yes. body and my inner body. Yes. So the the biggest switch here is like opening the space to get out of the head, to get, mm-hmm. get out of the mind, because we, you cannot surrender in the mind. No, it doesn't happen there. Cause the mind wants to fight and resist what it doesn't like. The, exactly. Yeah. And there's just no way out of the pain, the physical uncomfort through the mind. Mm-hmm. It's going to come from some other place within you. So mm-hmm. all I had to do, so what I practice, and this is what I really want to share is that the experience of surrendering took about three days to, of practicing and opening and feeling and practicing and opening and feeling. Even when my mind didn't know what was happening, all I could do was practice presence in my physical body when I could. Yeah. And with the practice, so it was like moments at a time. And then the moments got a little bit more and that the opening of surrender built a little bit of momentum over the next couple days. And that drew in new ideas, new thoughts, new feelings mm-hmm. along the lines of opening and surrender. Yes. Yeah. So that energy of surrender then started to change the momentum to more relief. Yes. Does that feel true to more relief? Yeah. So it was like a little bit at a time. And there was like just a little, I didn't, I was telling Katie, I didn't have any big ugly cry or anything release, but it was like a little bit at one, a little bit at a time. And then that led me to different realizations about the process. And one of them, one of the big ones that happened was just, oh, I created this. Yes. So when we're all tied up in our pain and our fear, we're not having the same awareness of how it's for us or why it's for us. Or So that, that shift from I'm not, this isn't happening to me, mm-hmm. right? There's not some bad thing happening to me or life didn't, I'm not stuck in this situation. Like you should, my mind was giving all the excuses of why I was feeling like this. And so it, I was being the victim. I was playing the victim in my yes. own life. And until I could see that and acknowledge, wait a second. I am the creator of my life. Obviously I created this. Then it was like a whole new door. And now I can do that without blame. 
Yeah. That, right. I've practiced so much that there's no blame. It's like exciting to know I've created something because when yeah. I've created it, <laughs> then I can shift it. Then like mm-hmm. I'm back in back back in the driver's seat, basically. And would you say the idea of wait a second, I created this was then the opening to how is this for me? Hundred percent. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Let's How highlight is this that for me when we can make the shift in our reality and take full responsibility, then the idea of how is this for me becomes really exciting, exciting. <laughs> and you get the answer, you get the clarity, yes. you get the value of the experience, even that contrasting experience that you just had or that you're having. Mm-hmm. that shift from like, I created this. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Now how's it, where's the value here for where's me? Where's the value here? And in, again, not something we figure out. It comes, it just comes to you after when you're reflecting back, like I didn't have all this clarity about this experience until I was mostly through it. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now can you look back and say, I'm grateful for that experience that I created for so, so, so many reasons, so many reasons, so many reasons that experience allowed me to expand, know more of my truth, feel more appreciation, feel deeper appreciation for my body. There was a part where, because I didn't want to eat anything, I got more fine tuned with what my body wants. And like, I could hear that intuition more. There was so much support from Lee during that time that I got to experience a new level of being cared for in that way. The appreciation for the city, like there's so many ways that that offered me value. Never mind just having an, a contrasting experience with awareness and being able to move through it. Mm-hmm. And the examples that you just gave of what you experienced are what you want to create more of in your pregnancy. Yeah. It's like preparing you for the next stage, those experiences yes, you had. I want to create this pregnancy with a supportive, loving partner. And here it's already happening. It's happening here. I want to create this pregnancy by tuning into my body and following what feels good to eat and how to move. And look, it's right here. I'm creating this now. And so those experiences, if you wouldn't have had that discomfort, there wouldn't have been the opportunity for these new experiences to come in. Yeah. To manifest. Yeah. To manifest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the other part about this experience is something that I realized that came to the forefront is there was an unconscious or maybe a little conscious fear of experiencing pain in the body, like Mm -hmm. experiencing physical pain. So soon as I was aware of that, Oh, this is something I was scared of. And in the past, I haven't thought of it in a while. I remember worrying about being pregnant because it would be uncomfortable, obviously, especially giving birth. Right. right? And so now I'm like, oh, you're creating this so you can gradually move through and release this fear of it. And you can experience the power of being okay in it and being able to handle it. And so this is, it's all tied together. Like I'm calling in exactly the experiences I need to grow into the person I want to be, to have all the fullest experience of what I want. 
So the manifestation of this discomfort, this unease was all an opportunity for your continuing expansion of growth, like what you want to create. 100%. And so this is a perfect, like, answer to our topic question. Why do, why do we draw in uncomfortable experiences, Katie? It's always an opportunity and it's always for you. And it's the place where you can accept surrender and then have the awareness of this is for me. How is this for me? Like I'm open to feeling how this is for me. And then that expansion is just what makes life so magical. That's your conscious creation. Yeah. And we're going to call in the experiences that help us grow into the person we want to be. Like there is an energetic alignment happening in all the experiences that you call in. So if you're calling it like, just like I did an experience of uncomfort in my physical body so that I can grow through it and release any of the resistance and then then create what I want. But without that (laughs) resistance, I wouldn't have the clarity or the opportunity to release Uh it. So Uh everything you call in is an opportunity for you to grow in, step in, open and become more of who your soul is guiding you to become and to be in this moment. Wow. And that is the process of taking full responsibility for your energy, for your your manifestations, for your creations. And this is where the freedom comes. Like this is like your true freedom comes in taking total responsibility for your energy. Yes. And we've been hearing this from Sarah Landon who channels the council and we've been really jazzed about it. Where did that word come from? Am I in the eighties? Like just so excited and sparkly about this, like taking full responsibility. If we are conscious creators, how exciting is that? Our energy creates and full responsibility for our energy means like we can create anything. Anything is possible. We're not blaming anybody else for the way things are. We are taking full responsibility for our energy, for our energy. I wonder if that seems, do you think that when you kind of were in the middle of this, or there are times on your path where that has seemed kind of scary or intimidating to take full responsibility for my energy? Yeah. Um, I think that Maybe I didn't know how to embrace it fully. Oh, yeah. Or even how to do that. How to do that. I didn't have the awareness. Like I remember saying a lot in my past, oh, so-and-so triggered me. Oh, so-and-so. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so it was someone else's fault that my energy was down. Oh, yeah, I got it. (laughs) So I don't think think I had the awareness of it. Yeah. I I don't think it feels scary now. It feels exciting always but and I think that might be the shift or a shift is when we're first learning about taking responsibility for our energy or our vibration or our emotions all of those are the same thing basically it's easy when it's fun and like when we're in creative mode and when we're feeling good we're like yeah yeah except when things when the contrast comes in that's the opportunity to like really say okay how can I take responsibility here? And again, mm-hmm. highlighting 
responsibility does not mean self-blame. That is not, there's no blame in taking thank you responsibility. for highlighting that. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Responsibility for me means there's an opportunity to shift. Mm. And in my experience, this means getting present, connecting with source, maybe journaling with my inner being and coming back to my truth and knowing that a lot of the emotional drama is just the stories my mind is telling. And then I can just like disintegrate them, (laughs) but it's taking, having the awareness to be like, I need to go within right now. I need to connect to source. I need to, and that shifts the energy. It's not like the mind saying, well, if I do this, then my energy will shift or I do this, or if I control this situation. Yeah. Does that feel true for you? Yes. And I'm just thinking about how this was practically playing out in my experience because I knew, so at the beginning, this is where judgment gets so sneaky. Cause I'm like, okay, so I'm not feeling good. And then I, I, in my mind did what Katie just said, okay, this is my opportunity to grow or shift, but I didn't, it was a, you should be able to do this and you should, you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. You should be opening the space. You should be blah, blah, blah. But before you can get to the desire for that, you have to release the judgment about where you are. Yes. And that's what was staying in my way for it. Like it was, that's what I surrendered is the mind's judgment of where I was or how I was feeling. I couldn't access the, even the pull to connect. Yeah. Because the judgment was so cloudy. It was so strong. Judgment was so cloudy. Yeah. How did you release that cloudy judgment? just by what we talked by being willing to surrender, like everything we talked about mm-hmm. in those, it took about three days, but the biggest so it shift was the judgment you were surrendering to more than the physical discomfort in your body. I was surrendering to everything my to mind was it. saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <wait>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where the resistance was coming from. Yeah. I, I, I really want to hold the space for taking responsibility without judgment or blame because it's almost like instant when we're like okay that we go into like well this is my fault well I created this how can you take responsibility without with acceptance how can you take responsibility with full love for where you are for me it's just that question of how is this for me yeah because there's no judgment in how is this for me if it's all an opportunity. Yes. And it's all here right now in this moment. Yeah. It's all here. So let's let it be here. One of my favorite statements, I say it all the time, is it is what it is. It is. I used it. I used that one a lot. Did you use that one? It is what it <laughs> yeah. is. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Do we have any other awarenesses or suggestions or shares about this? What do you think a question would be from a listener about our topic in terms of why do I create discomfort? If we could think of any other, if there's, if there's a, but is there a, but based on what we've said, I almost feel like addressing, will I always need uncomfort? (laughs) Will I always (laughs) manifest uncomfort? What do you feel the answer? Well, that, 
I mean, that just acknowledging that that is a fear that comes from the mind about the future mm-hmm. keeps us and it keeps us spinning versus yes. your freedom is here and now. And yes. when you can make that shift from, oh, there's my mind again doing its thing. But what's mm-hmm. here now? Because I'm creating here and now in this present moment. So I don't have to figure out that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Doesn't matter because there's freedom here now, or there's presence here now, or there's life here now. Isn't that funny that the mind jumps to the fear of the future? Like, okay, if this is for me, then am I going to create more discomfort in the future? Like, it's so funny. Yeah. It's all just a practice. Like everything Katie and I are sharing comes from being able to have these awarenesses about my own experience comes from years of practicing this. And clearly I don't get it quote unquote perfect. I don't ever want to get it perfect because I am getting it perfect in the process of opening and being aware and reflecting and being all, all of it. Yeah. I'll share the example that I talked with you about before the call in terms of my discomfort this past week, I had an instance in my class of a couple of kids having some explosive outbursts, I will say, and saying they were never going to come back to my class. And it was kids that I thought I had a good relationship with. And And we hate her. Yeah. And I felt like this hate in the moment towards me. And I was proud of myself in the moment because I didn't have an emotional reaction. I just calmly went about my business. I, I got present and did some deep breathing. And I'm like, okay, I went on with my day. But then in the middle of the night, I woke up because I was a little less conscious in the middle of the night. And my mind was saying, what am I going to do about this? I want to have a fun, joyful year. How am I going to repair or patch this relationship? I don't even know what I did wrong. Like, so my mind was almost blaming those kids for my energy, right? Yeah in the middle of the night. And then I was like, how am I going to fix this? And I couldn't sleep because my mind was just spinning on this. And so I just had to let it be finally went to sleep. I woke up in the morning and journaling with my inner being, I just completely understood this is an opportunity to be responsible. And again, not the word, not, not judging or blaming, but to just be with your energy. And what is your energy about this? And I realized, all the judgment my mind had, all the control my mind was trying to make about this, trying to control the situation. And how did I want to feel? I wanted to just feel love and peace and easy. So I found that love and peace and easy inside of myself that morning and totally released any stories of what the future was going to look like. The kids show up to class and it's like nothing had ever happened. And I was in that like, moment, I felt, I felt so in love with life because this, it was all about me. It was all about my reaction. This and is, I, it, this is like yeah. what happens when we take responsibility for our energy, we change our experience. You create something different and it, it actually isn't about the other people. It wasn't about the other people at all. It was my response to it and how my mind was telling a story and it wasn't the doing my inner being tells this to me all the time. It's not the doing, doing, doing it's the being, being, being it's the being. So being in the energy of love and peace and trust 
getting that alignment in the morning. When they showed up to class, I was almost like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I couldn't almost believe it. And then it was just like the most joyful class. The sun was coming in. We were enjoying our plants and how beautiful they looked. And we just had a glorious class. And I had to reflect and say, my mind had a totally different story about what this was going to look like. And I was trying to figure it out based on a future prediction of what was going to happen. Yeah. But my energetic shift created a different reality with no doing. There was no doing. It feels like the space of anything is possible. It does. Yes. Anything is possible. When we are aware that everything is for us, everything is an opportunity for creating more of what we want, then that idea of discomfort totally changes its energy, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's allowed to be. It's allowed to be. This is all for me. Yeah. Yeah. That that is one of my favorite, favorite processes is completely shifting in the moment. How is this for me? And it might not be that easy in the middle of the night when your mind's going crazy. It wasn't, it wasn't accessible to me then, but when I could get aligned and conscious and present, it was the next morning. And I love that, that you pointed that out. Like it's not always accessible, but when it is, then you take it. Then you take it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Anything else you want to share with our (laughs) listeners before we wrap? No, I just think like, this is such a beautiful opportunity of awareness, this idea of being a conscious creator and aware of your energy and aware of the feeling of expansion into everything is for me. Just like you said, it feels like anything is possible. What a gift that to have the opportunity to create in this way totally free. It feels amazing, doesn't it? It does. Thank you so much for being willing to share your experiences with us. Thank you for listening, everyone. (laughs) And And we will send us questions, comments. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you guys next time. We so appreciate you sharing this space and co-creating with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or shares, send us a message on our website, awakenyourtruth.love. We can't wait to connect more.